Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baby mums and baby dads, insurance companies all over the world. <laughs> we need to talk to you guys, yeah? Because <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 there's some things that you guys are doing wrong that we need to talk to you mm. about, yeah? So if you work for insurance, yeah, I need you to message me. I need some information. But we are back. Welcome back to Take It to Rim Podcast with myself, Rods, aka Plantain Chips. AKA. <laughs> I'm here to call out what can't be called out, but it's gonna get called out with a phone call. Okay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you said. I don't even know what I said myself. <laughs> and today, the full team is back. Mm-hmm. Certain man have decided to join us after taking a hiatus to the motherland. Mm-hmm. Gallivanting. Gallivanting, the sun. Packing a woolly hat. <laughs> Didn't bring no sun. I said from straw hats to woolly hats. <laughs> Mad. We got LA Garner Jewels in the building. Yeah, I'm back, man. I don't know. I ain't got a ton, have I? Nothing. No, bro. You are nah, hiding let's, from let's, that song. Let's, like let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I he wants a reassurance. No, I was there, guys. <laughs> we're not doing that. And we got Clipper Cam in the building. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You're just happy that hey, I know you're happier this week. Yeah, know? there's no patience to, yeah. to pick up. <laughs> mm. the, the house is not on fire, but there's there's a bit of you know no, no, there's, no, there's no, a bit no, of rubble. Like, no, bro, bro, bro. There's a bit of rubble. There, there's there's some smoke. I can smell smoke. I can yeah, smell smoke. smoke. Mm. Yeah, I can smell smoke. So where I want to start the pod today mm-hmm. is recently there's been a situation. Oh, which situation? And well. How can I say? This guy, um, this male, has intertwined himself in some activities mm. which to the land of the law, to the eye of the public. <laughs> I think it's the law of the land. <laughs> Did I say land of the law? Yeah, he I'm going to say law of the land. Your fingers as well. I said it in my head beforehand to make sure I go it right, but I still got it wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? You fell forward. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh Giddy of the OKC Funder has got himself into a sticky situation. Um, we aren't reporters, so we're not going to deep dive into certain things. Like, if you know, you know. If you don't know, go and research. However, what we do want to talk about mm-hmm. is how this situation is being handled and the response to the NBA compared to John Morant's situation and to Miles Bridges' situation. Now, in no means are we saying they're on the same level. Yes, they are different in different ways. However, the response time is what is up for question. So, what are you guys? So, so first of all, when did the NBA respond? Because it was after 12 hours. Because with John Morant, I'm sure within the first 12 hours, there was a statement and things already in the works. Mm. Miles Bridges, I'm sure within the first 12 hours as well, statements, things in the works, everything was basically done within the first 12 hours. The the main difference I've noticed is that both Miles Bridges and John Morant, the situation happened in off season, right? Mm -hmm. Or in, in times where 
Allegedly, anyway. Jar's done it twice now, and I think the first time when the video came out, it was during the season, but... And that's why he got in most trouble because they were saying it was in Denver, right? That got on an away game. Yeah. The second time it happened, the season was done with, but Jarwick was being Jarwick, in it? And, mm. you know, that, that, that situation happened and Adam Silver was quick to get to it. And I think that was probably handled a little bit differently because it wasn't the first time for the exact same instance with him. And I feel like the first time, I think maybe they were trying to be a little bit lenient and the second time they were like, no, he's taking a piss. Like, we've, we've literally just finished talking about this and you're back on your bullshit. So I think maybe that's why it got dealt with a little bit differently. With the Miles Bridges situation, I think because of the nature of it, that he's he has, like, a criminal case, whereas what Jar did had, like, it, it wasn't illegal or anything like yeah. that. It's just frowned upon by the league. So I feel like the NBA had to speak out on it to, one, inform the rest of the world and the rest of the league that they don't condone his actions. But also, to some extent, I think they're just... They're just um, I think they had to be quick with it because I think if you if you wait too long, you know your name starts to get tarnished a little bit. Oh, is this a league that condones these kind of activities? However, I would say though that bear in mind this season, mm-hmm. Adam Silver came on NBA on TNT. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley put him in the hot spot. Mm-hmm. Adam Silver's response was very shaky. Mm. I think it was a it was one of the ones where it's like it was a, it wasn't a prepared answer. It was like okay, I can wing this. However, he was, was it when Charles seat. asked him about why all these guys like hit, basically doing domestic yeah, violence. Yeah, what we're going to do about the domestic mm-hmm. violence situations and all these things. So, and my thing is, is that yes, they responded and and done what they do. That, but on top of that, I'm sure Miles Bridges he gave himself in as well. I think I, I think, think he, he had to. Yeah, had to, yeah. yeah. Um, however, okay, that situation happened, and other situations have happened as well. Mm-hmm. Yet. When you've been asked about what can be done, obviously you switch it up. We're not like okay, being the forefront is not is across the is across the you know sports worldwide. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But there was no hint of a plan, no kind of like foundation that okay, we can directly deal with this. All it is is just okay. All right, contract. You won't get paid. Let me come to your senses. That's what it seems. He was media firefighting in it at the situation. He was just trying to defuse it mm. and kind of deter from which, like to some extent, some people say, yeah, like that's what the CEO of a company is supposed to do, mm. like get his team, get his his company out of like the firing line of of bad reviews. I feel like with the Giddy situation though, it's interesting because one, I feel like OKC should never have let him do an interview. Like the yeah. the next day, you're telling me my man's in front of reporters. You, there's no, there's no ambiguity about it you know exactly what they're going to ask you they know exactly what 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 the nature of the questions are going to be so i don't think that was a shot i think that's a poor shot from okc anyway yeah. but like if if we're being honest in it he's essentially been accused of a crime yes so by nba nature i'm not saying he needs to be suspended but he definitely should not be doing face-to-face interviews or in the limelight or anything until that situation is completely handled and dealt with whether that be him going to prison whether that be him being acquitted or whatever, but I just think in times like this, and not only that, bro, he was playing. Yeah, like, yeah. Should, he played. This is should the, he have played? No, no, I, 100% not. But I think also, by them playing him, it's almost normalised it a little bit. I'm not saying normalised what he was accused of, but in terms of, if they sat him, if he didn't play, would he not look more guilty? Yes. yes because then they'd be like, there's definitely something going on here. Yeah, otherwise, he's not injured. Everyone knows he's not injured. So if he's not, if he's not playing, there has to be a reason for it. And it can't just be because they're, they make their way into iron things out. So 
this is why it's a bit of a confusing situation um, as well. His, one of his teammates did, um, was, a, was a cryptic, was it a cryptic tweet or something? Um, Jalen Williams? What is it? Oh, I need to, I can't remember exactly. I've seen I so much madness on the internet yeah, since yeah, this yeah. thing came out. Like LeBron, LeBron posted a, like a few. Oh, good evil thing. That was, that was fake. No, a good evil? What do you mean good evil? There was something that, oh, I think that was something, maybe that wasn't that's not the same thing. And it could be, it could be, I need to fact check to be honest. But I saw, I saw that he posted um, like a, a post and the background song was AJ nothing but a number. I'm almost certain that's not real. Oh and yeah, Giddy, yeah, Giddy was the cover for yeah, no, and it, 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 the IG was just LeBron. It was fake because uh-huh. you know LeBron's yeah. IG is King that's, James. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, I've heard yeah, people yeah. making jokes. I've heard Josh Kiddy. Like, Damn. Damn. why are you trying to hide? Like, you're on camera, bro. People can see what you're doing. Like, I know he's trying to hide underneath no, his laptop. Bro, bro it's crazy. See. It's crazy. Was was was? And what I think the worst thing is for me, and this is the most selfish thing. I was on this podcast. Maybe a, the last episode saying how I thought he was better than Jalen Williams. Since then, without this situation happening, I've realised he's not. Like, Jalen Williams is very good anyway. When I was saying no, this, no, 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 because Rennie, when Rennie, I was uh, saying I'm this, trying to, and I had Rennie, my I'm trying to down. admit you're right. I'm trying to admit you're right. And you're interrupting <laughs> me, please. Ahead. Okay, ahead. I, I'm admitting that I was very, very wrong in that situation. Not because I don't think Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy has a game, but Jalen Williams is just, like, from what I've seen from him so far this season, and I was I, I really thought it was a fluke at first, but no, that guy's got game, man. And he's almost like a. I I feel like watching him, he he looks like he's been working out with Shea, like in terms in terms of the game. So I apologize, Randy, because you you were right and I was wrong. And I'm I'm not I'm not um, I'm man enough to admit that I was wrong. Happy Rodney? Yeah. This guy was about to start yelling when I, I, mean, when I, I said, said this. No, when no, I said no, that, I just saying that. I don't speak for free. When I speak, I speak the listen, truth. Listen, I gave you your flowers. Don't don't take the piss. Because <laughs> it might be the last time. What, 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 you know, flowers, what, you need like a soil, like a water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just watering the flowers. You're moving nuts. You're moving I think to chime in on the situation, I think it's a unique one because... Probably isn't as well, to be honest. I mean, it is and it isn't, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, it, that, it is that it's come to fruition that, and everyone that knows That big it, mad guy in, in Utah was Utah. doing this for years, man. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. Ridiculous. And I think when you're looking at the way it's been handled, it's very, yeah, it's a strange way it's been handled because you're looking at it like he's playing, like even him answering, and like media questions. It was just so silly, and it's ha- him having to say, "I have nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. I know what you're gonna ask." It's just wild. OKC didn't help. But I think is it, it's a catch twenty two. I mean, we see it. We've seen it in uh, football soccer, as you Americans would call it. Um, it possibly. The Mason Greenwood incident, obviously I know the severity of what that was is obviously a lot different to the severity of this, but we're talking about crime on crime, innit? Um, and that the way it was handled in terms of, um, yeah, like the suspension or like the way Manchester United didn't let Greenwood play at all and they just kind of just cancelled him away. And got it, him out of the, like there was no camera, no one knew what he was yeah, really doing. Yeah, like, there was nothing, no limelight, no cameras, like he was basically stripped, not stripped, but he wasn't, Allowed Mac part of the team. He wasn't allowed to the training ground, and it was until the investigation was concluded, and what was done was done. Mm. So I feel it's a bit strange to have a crime investigation essentially taking place, um, and he's playing. Um, I feel it's a bit strange, like you said, it's just normalizing it. And I feel like if this is a crime, I know it's innocent until proven guilty, but if there's an NBA investigation. There needs to be an NBA investigation taking place. The players sitting out, investigation takes place, then mm. comes back because it's 
you can't be giving someone who's under investigation the same leeway as someone that isn't, which every other player in the league isn't under investigation. Do you know what I mean? So why are they Facts. in the same way like Giddy's allowed to play normally, impact his team, other players that are, are not under investigation are allowed to. So you, you said the word normalising, and I think that's the correct word. That's where the NBA is falling short in this situation. I think if you're under investigation for a crime, you should be part of the team, innit? And when you discuss about... Um, the Miles Bridges uh, and and obviously Jar situations. Again, these are all different situations in what they are, but the way the NBA reacted and the way they took that investigation, so-and-so quote, was these players weren't playing. They weren't in the team. They were mm. literally out of the limelight. Until this investigation is done, is you're allowed to come back. And I think that's where they've slipped up on this one. There's questions why. I don't really know, understand why, but I think... There needs to be better protocol because once it's an investigation, I think that should be that in it. You shouldn't really be allowed to play if it's something that's deemed a crime or the severity for an investigation to take place. I think this just just further to I think hopefully to close it as well. Like there needs to be two things going on in the NBA moving forward. One, they need to make these guys extremely aware of what they're exposing themselves to, and not even just that, like. Everything nowadays is on social media. Everything nowadays is on camera. Mm-hmm. In two of these instances now, where with John Moran and now with Josh Giddy, all this all this stuff has come to light because they're snitching on themselves. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I think the NBA one needs to train these people to just stop putting everything on camera that you're doing. And I'm not trying to justify what he's doing because if if what he did is true and what he did was illegal, or whatever, prosecute the man, send him to prison. I don't mind. That's fine with me. Because if he did what he did was wrong, it was wrong. But at the end of the day, the the greater problem here is that all these guys are putting themselves in these situations because they're on camera. A, a completely different situation, not even illegal. Kai Jones, yeah? I promise you Kai Jones oh. would still be on the Charlotte Hornets today if he wasn't making all those mad videos of him dancing in his room, well. all the stuff on his walls. But like, he didn't is, look well. It wasn't even just, like, the dancing Talking stuff. shit about his teammates on yeah. Twitter it as well. It just wasn't That's even, well. like, the dancing stuff because if it was just, he just posted that dancing stuff, you're thinking, okay, he's just on TikTok doing stupid nah, stuff. he was moving mad. No, but it's all stemmed from the IG live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, it, if the IG live, live never happened and mm-hmm. you just put videos dancing, mm-hmm. you wouldn't say much. You would just put, 100%. Okay, 100%. So, Listen, yeah. even Paul Pierce has fallen victim to this before. He got <laughs> fired from ESPN. <laughs> when he went, you remember, you went on IG Live, he was smoking, I think he was smoking weed in his in his crib. He had like women and stuff like that around him. <laughs> he was moving Yeah, he was moving nuts. He was moving nuts. Enjoy your retirement, bro. But at the same time, like, I just feel like you need to put these cameras out. Another thing that MA needs to do is just like, if we're being honest, like they, they need to, be coaching these these guys about life because they're yeah. all fucking up and the reality situation is from from when and I'm surprised it wasn't it probably was worse before it just wasn't documented as much but now considering now that everyone has to be at least one year removed from high school yeah whether you're international or from the US it doesn't really matter realistically the youngest people coming into the league are what 18 19 years old they're kids man uh-huh. they don't know nothing about life so now you're telling me you're giving them millions of dollars and telling them to act responsibly. It's not happening. Like, I almost Ooh. feel like I almost feel like every team should be should should actually employ a handler. Yeah. To to keep these kids in check because that's that that's really who's he's messing up. He's he's ruining their futures. Someone who's I do that, bro. <laughs> no, bro, bro. But I really feel like it needs to be an old school disciplinarian, bro. Yeah, because honestly, like, have to have to picture it as well. Some of some people are really going at these young guys. Hundred yeah? percent. And it's like, fam, 
if you are 18, night, let's say between the ages of 18 don't to give 20, me that money. No 18 way. to tw- 23 years you have old. No idea. Bro. Today, don't give me that money. 18, <laughs> 18 <laughs> to, 20, to 23 years old, and you are earning millions. You think you're go- you're gonna act a fool? You're gonna feel unstoppable. You're gonna feel like I can do Invincible, what literally, I want. Yeah, literally, it's like you're you're doing what you've been what you love to do, and, and you're getting paid, and you're very, getting well paid very well for it and at the highest have, level. You have a lot of time. Yeah, all the things that you was dreaming what you wanted to do, and now you're gonna go and do it. You almost think that you're above the law because hey, you know who I am, so technically you should give me a slap on the wrist. Or you know what I mean? So even these even these young boys. Flying out these IG models, Yo. doing all, like there's no Yo. home training, man. Like I think it is getting out of hand. I I just to kind of finalize and like round up, what you said is very true. And I was just looking at the 2021 draft. Uh, Josh Giddy was number six. Yeah. Just in that 30, there's four players I've already seen that have been involved in some sort of nonsense. If it's to do with the police, so I'm gonna name them. Obviously, Josh Giddy now. Yeah. Joshua Primo. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's James Booknight. Of course, oh. falling asleep with a gun. And now Kai Jones. And Doritos, and Doritos. <laughs> Kai, jo- and oh, yeah. Kai Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just in the top 30. That's and that's nuts. in the NBA draft 2021. We're now in 2023. That's only, what, two, three seasons? This is crazy. It's a qu- four out of the 30. And these are players. Joshua Primo's not even in the league because of what nah, happened. No, no, he is, he is. He is. Oh, he's, he's back in, in he's yeah, back he's in now. He's, he's with us. Yeah, Geely, isn't it? He's in the G League. What? <laughs> Says it all. Um, but... We're seeing a trend, and the problem is that the NBA is not taking accountability for the ma- the way that these players are coming into the league. I agree. Like four players in twenty twenty one, we could talk about Jar's draft where you've seen him. You got Zion. You got so you, it, it's a consistent theme of the young players. Like I don't know if there is that level of protection to so that you are getting, you're going to be paid, you're going to be a target. These people are out here. Not to take your money, but you need to be careful of it. You need to understand what comes Facts. with this money. Facts. Responsibility. I don't know if these players are ready. And when they are doing, they're making their mishaps, making these decisions that at the moment might make sense, but they're not thinking about the repercussions that you're actually a representative of the league. Like this is the National Basketball Association. Like you've got guys like Jordan, LeBron, like some of the top greatest superstars have really put it on their pedestal to build it. You now represent that because you're part of it. Mike is part of the problem too. Don't skate it. Mike was part of the problem too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> at the same time, like the league is at a pedestal and it's well recognized and it's worldwide for a reason. Really? You're, yeah, really? <laughs> you're doing the things like that. You're, 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 you're being a detriment to the league. Hence why there is an investigation upon you. But I don't know if these guys are actually well drilled into understanding that this is the fact of it. Like this is real life. They're making these decisions. This is... Four players from the draft two years ago. It's, it's terrible. So I think the NBA needs to look and also hold accountability in terms of the way these players are coming into the league. And then the players themselves need to be smart and need to have better people around you. We spoke about it with Jar's team and having better people around you if it's your in your camp. Same here. You've got to have better people around you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so just to close on that, like, we'll obviously see what the NBA come with the investigation, what happens, but... Um, it's true that these young boys need guidance. I do, I do, I do want to say we're not haters, by the way. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not hating because I know full well if I was, if I was eighteen, nineteen years old, with hella money, I'd probably go broke in a week. You know, stuff like just doing nonsense as well, not illegal stuff, just nonsense. But at the same time, some we have to be honest about the situation because the worse it gets, the worse it's gonna be. And 
We we don't want that. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, exactly. We don't. So yeah, they just need some guidance and literally that's uh, that's, that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, hey, maybe so. Uh, talking about troubles, trials, and tribulations. There's a team. Mm-hmm. We're also going through their own trials, tribulations, and troubles. Golden State Warriors. Now Steph Curry is fighting for his life. His life. On that, t- as in he is really fighting for his life. And just to give you guys a brief about them, so yes, Steph is performing and fighting for his life. Chris Pussy or Chris Paul? Whoa! <laughs> wow, that's unfair. So Chris Chris Paul is beefing Scott Foster. Uh, that was quite mad, though. No, no, yeah, no, it was no, quite no, mad. no, no. We it need was, to touch on that. That, that, was, that, that, was, that was actually it nuts. was quite what? mad. And uh, Draymond as well, putting people in headlocks. Yeah, huh, that's wild as well. Clay's playing with, with his ass out. Pause. Class like, Thompson, literally. Ah. Master Class Thompson. Ah. That's what he's doing. Yo, what's wrong with you, Justin? <laughs> no, he, he, he's he's been bad nah, though, he in he's a contract year as well. Been, it's uh, moving. Let's 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 start. Let's start one. Okay. Let's let's talk about Chris Paul and Scott Foster first. That yes, was wild. Explain the, the situation. So obviously the the game was going on, and um, Scott Foster and Chris Paul. There's a history there where I believe Chris Paul is three and three and fifteen or three and seventeen. I can't remember the number. It's really yeah. Three and something ridiculous Wednesday. in games that Scott Foster has officiated, which is insane to think about, considering Chris Paul's been in the league for nearly twenty years. Yeah. Um, so we there's already a history there. They know they don't like each other. Chris Paul got a technical foul. Scott Foster um, was the one who issued the technical foul. Then Chris Paul was talking shit, saying that's bullshit, that's bullshit. Mm. Got teed up again. Because Scott Foster was saying, enough, stop, enough. Gave him another technical. So at that point, yeah, already Chris Paul's now been thrown out of the game. Yeah. Then Chris started, I'm not going to say Chris charged him. Chris, you know, w- was trying to go over to him. People had to move him out of the way. But... On on a very very basic level, I just feel like and Stephen uh, Stephen A. Smith said this as well. I saw a few other people say this. Yeah. It doesn't make sense here why the NBA keeps putting him on Chris Paul's games. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. There's there's thirty teams in the league. So many other places he could have gotten that yeah. night and officiated an NBA game. Yeah. We're not saying fire the man. I'm just saying these two clearly have a problem. It's personal. hundred percent. He had that meeting uh, ages ago. He had that meeting with Doc Rivers and involved his son. And everything like it's oh, crazy. Oh, they're they're not they're not cool in it. And I just feel like it doesn't make sense why you continue to to because ha- Chris the way Chris Paul makes it sound is like he's playing against the other team and I the know. official. Yeah. And you're never gonna win when when a ref ain't, ain't messing with you in it. But not only that, I think if we're being honest about this situation, it doesn't really I think it's sad personally, yeah. I think in no other walk of life at your job, yeah, can you be seen to almost be corrupt to a level and still keep it. And I'm not saying fire him because apparently he's got tenure and whatnot. Apparently he's a good referee. But how can you be a good referee when you're being biased like this, bro? You might... Like, I don't see how what he's doing with Chris Paul is any different from the ref who was taking bribes to to win and lose certain games. It don't, to me, it don't make any difference because if he has a clear issue with Chris Paul, he's always going to officiate against him. Whether whether he knows it or not, I, don't, I think even to some point it's... It's, it's on a deeper level now where he's not even thinking about it. But if he sees him do something, he's not going to give him the call if he needs the call or he's going to give him a foul when it maybe necessarily wasn't a foul. Everyone knows Chris Paul's like uh, a dirty player or whatever anyway. So I can't I can't say that Chris Paul's 100% innocent all the time. However, 
Bro, come on. If we were talking about, I don't know, a different point guard that wasn't as good as he was, hasn't been as, as good a teams as him, that number may not be a big deal. But to be, to to easily say that every time this man officiates you, there's like an 80% chance you're going to lose the game. That's crazy. Insane. That is crazy. But yeah, like I say, this guy needs to, the NBA needs to stop. Just stop putting them on the games. I'm not yeah. saying fire them. I just think that yeah. when you're looking at this situation with Scott Foster and CP3, yeah, like we all know in sports, yeah, refs have to remain impartial. That's the number one thing. Everyone knows if you watch different sports, like for example, in England, in football, if the ref has, has a history of previously supporting Man United or something yeah. prior to Cut. being... A referee. You can't do United games. You can't do United. You can't do Liverpool. You can't do City because guess what? He might 100%. impartially even affect some that. Arsenal games. He's not even. He's not allowed to, to. So that's what I mean. And it's just that level of even something as simple as oh, um, yeah, a referee was ex Chelsea, whatever else it might be. But then I feel with Scott Foster and CP3, there's clearly a level of impartiality that exists. Yeah, like, man. Within the referee. Now I watched that game. I saw him get tossed out live and I was looking at it like... Pause. Pause, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. <laughs> right. I came up from God I was like, no, fuck it. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. But damn, that was too much. Yo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you're looking at the way that was handled, like there was two sides to it. I think Chris Paul, obviously being a veteran, being experienced, probably should have shut his mouth. At the same time, We've been saying all season, these refs in the league have a massive knack of making everything about themselves. Two texts in the space of, what, 15 seconds to get someone ejected is wild. We saw it the other day with Jokic. It's happening too much this season. And Scott Foster adds to it. And obviously the, the previous feud and whatever goes on with Chris Paul, it was funny, the commentator was actually just talking about it just before it happened. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a repeated... Part of it, I just feel like that the NBA needs to step up, step up, do more, and yeah, it's becoming embarrassing. Because guess what? If Chris Foster refs another CP3 game, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, just, it's just it's just getting out of hand now. I just I just checked. He's three and seventeen against him now. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, I'm not saying that they would have beaten. It was the Suns, weren't it? Um, the Suns. But you've tossed out a starting player for them in a game that. Wasn't was about a what seven eight game eight point swing or something at the time? You've basically impacted that game in the team that in Golden State that we're going to talk about their struggles already. Mm. But he's a starting point guard or shooting guard, whatever him and Steph play. He start starting player for them on their team. You've tossed out. I just, now has that affected the game? The result is is arguable. We probably Phoenix would have won anyway if he was there. But you've still impacted the result. You didn't mm. even give Golden chance Golden State the chance to win because of that. One one hundred percent. Not only that, and, and I think this is all refs now as well. I remember, I think it was either last year or the year before, we were saying refs are getting too into games to where they think they're the main characters in it, and I feel like it's worse. It's getting worse and worse. I remember one year where, Le, I think Le, did LeBron get ejected last year or the year before? Someone who'd never been ejected before got ejected from a game. And we're like, nah, it was LeBron. Yeah, it it was, was LeBron. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what the hell is going on? I've seen Steph Curry uh, outside of him throwing his his Invisalign gumption, whatever it is. Mm. I don't really feel like he's ever really warranted it as well. But I just, I think it's it's getting to a point now where, he, and I think all referees have an ego in it. I think that's slightly why they do it. Yeah, yeah. All of them like to humble people and all that stuff. I think a lot of it is down to ego. But it's getting, a, it's it's too much now, man. It's, it's, it's power, man. 
hundred percent. Because now it's like if someone talks to you crazy, what text? No, but that, that's literally how it is, and I, I understand there has to be a level of respect. Like you can't have like an NBA player can't always call you, come up to you and call you a bitch ass nigger, for instance, something like that. That's wild. Mm-hmm. However, like at the same time, adults adults can have a conversation without disrespecting each other. And if I, you're saying like, oh, okay, what did I do? Explain to me so I know what exactly. Yeah, I man, did. that's a different conversation. Yeah, I, if you and cannot, I think that's what Chris yeah. Paul was doing. If you yeah. cannot give a clear, concise explanation Shouldn't of give why, the then that means your call is bullcrap. Hundred percent. I so, feel like I've seen players get texts for saying, "Come on, this is bullshit." Yeah, like that's just emotion yeah. to the call or emotion to like, let's say you've been called for a foul. And like, for goodness sake, like that, that annoyance at that tech, yeah. and it's like, so what? You, you want players to do just no emotion? When when we bounce the ball, yeah, this caught it. Oh, tech, come on, yeah, bro. Jason well. Tatum, Tatum, Tatum as that well. That was wild. He just hanging on the rim after a dunk to save himself from, just, and he yeah. got a tech for that. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. They're getting too excited. I mean, obviously that's just one of Golden State's struggles. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> there's many more. So what we're gonna say about Draymond because Draymond, I like. <laughs> bro, like he can start, he's, start. He's on these rubbish again. So 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 I I might I might defend him. I might I'm just saying in terms of the. I'm not saying in terms of how he's playing. No, the extracurricular. No, no, no. Activity. That's that's what I'm defending him on. The headlock. I'm, I'm defending him on the headlock. Okay. Because go you have to think about it from his perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's seen. Yeah, his boy getting dragged down the court from looks like by his jersey. Yeah, and then when they when Clay tries to separate himself from the guy, it seems like McDaniel's is on beef. Now I don't I don't know Clay Thompson. You know I've I've seen the videos of him. Doing his little uh, paddle boat to pedal, sorry, pedal boat to to the arena before. He seems very chill, very calm. He looks like a stoner, if we're being perfectly honest. I don't know if he's got hands, mm. but I will tell you, someone on that team who does that because we saw those hands last season. <laughs> we we see the hands, boom. <laughs> the hands are certified. We know that. Isn't it? So I know, I know for a fact that Draymond saw that. He was like, "No, nah, you can't do that to my guy." Yeah. You can't do that to my guy. So obviously he goes over there to try and defuse it. And in his defense, Rudy Gobert did have his hands. I'm not gonna say around, but then uh, around Clay's neck. However, he was it was a bit much. Sometimes I feel like when guys separate each other, you don't you don't set. If I if I was trying to separate you two from having a fight, I wouldn't try and drag drag you by the collar. I would get in between and yeah. like that. You know, pause. But I oh. think I think it's very very important to understand what Draymond saw from his perspective. But I have to say. <laughs> The headlock lasted way too long. Wait, it wasn't he like had him in a it wasn't like he took him away and said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. No, and no, then no, said, relax. "Bro, relax." He had him there. He said, Fine. "I ain't letting go." He it said, was like, it was and on top of that, do you know how I know it was malicious as well? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how I know it was malicious as well? Bro, uh, he was holding on to him. As soon as he knew Carvey Towns was around, he, he, it. It. he protected himself. He, he it. He's, like, he's been here before. He's done it. He's been here before. Listen, that's what he's doing. Do you know what's in Michigan? It used, to be, it used to be called Murder City, innit? Because that's what he used to make all yeah, the cars. Yeah, they ain't doing that no more. There's nothing in Michigan, bro. <laughs> so you got to learn to scrap. But also, th- I found it so funny because, one, yeah, Draymond had a certified headlock. Gobert looked helpless. Gobert looked helpless. And it confirmed everything I thought about him before, anyway. <laughs> 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 Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> that, fr- that French breadstick snapped, bro. He was not ready at all. Yeah? But not only that, it reminded me when Carl Anthony Towns was in a headlock on the floor. Ben Simmons had him in a headlock as well. And Carl Anthony Towns was like, <laughs> he was tapping up. <laughs> he said, Ben, please. <laughs> he, could, he couldn't get out of it. I was like, no way. Ben, no. Stop it. I was stop like, so you're, telling me, you're telling me the two guys on your team who are especially the most intimidating, you're, you're 
Your center and power forward or your two centers, whatever you call them. Both of them are victims. Towers is fake, man. He's a victim, bro. Yeah, so how? Both of them are victims. <laughs> Twin towers and that, not really. I ju- I ju- so, like I said, I'll defend Draymond to the extent where, like, I see what he saw, so I understand. Like, if that's your boy, you're backing your brethren. That's the ears ways. We know what that is. But at the same time, that that could have been a headlock separate done. But my man was. He said, <laughs> but he locked. What? And he was like, yeah. Fam, he trying to do a UFC and like, he was, and the thing is, he was walking back into enemy territory. I thought he was gonna start elbowing him at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah, he's ready to give him the like, yeah, bro. He did not care, man. No, it was, he it was, care. it was peak. So here's what it is: he got his suspension. Um, Clay Thompson has been like, I, I, I need to, I need to chime in on this Draymond go thing, go very quickly. Yeah. So obviously, there's two sides to it. Obviously, you spoke about Draymond. He saw. I think it's embarrassing. Draymond's in year twelve, mm-hmm. and he can't keep getting away with this. Like, this is what the, the the sixth suspension he's had, mm-hmm. and you're going on his career. So you had what in 2016? Uh, sixth since 2016. The sixth time okay. he's been suspended, yeah. like outside of games. Uh, so sixth time. Yeah. First was obviously 2016 NBA Finals that arguably cost Golden State the title because that's when, like, this was he got suspended. He, he got kicked out of Game Five, suspended for, for Game, game six. six, and he kicks LeBron in the groin. Yeah. Which now aided, and that was when obviously Golden State were free two they were up. Free two up. They tie it. Cleveland goes and ties, and ties it. it, and they tie it in Golden State. No, no they no, tied no, it in they Cleveland. Tied it in Cleveland. They won it. And in they Golden won it in State. Golden State. Yeah. So that's number one. Number yeah. two was uh, in 2018, one for oh, for confronting KD. What essentially got KD out of Golden State? So in November 2018. Wait, he got he got kicked out of the game for arguing with KD. No, the league suspended him. Yeah. So it was there was a yeah. suspension when they were on the same team. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, when they were on the same yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then there was no suspension, but a fine for the Jordan Poole punch. <laughs> so it was when he said he's <laughs> that was the sucker punch of all sucker punches. So, some say till this day, Jordan Poole can't go to training for again without cameras. God damn, it's crazy. Then in twenty March twenty twenty three, he got in one game for exceeding the NBA technical foul limit. And yeah, then, and then what? Twenty twenty three April, one game for the, the Sabonis stump. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, stumped yeah. him on the ribs. And now five games for the Rudy Gobert headlock. So we're talking numerous times, Draymond. Like we get it, you're a great aggressive defender, whatever it might be, one of the best defenders of all time, hands down. This is out. This is poor. Nah, yeah, you have to give his first. No, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, carry, carry, carry. It will be where the time you done. Land, 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 but land. It's, it's, this is not good enough. Like for someone that's meant to be a veteran in the league. Um, we spoke previously in the segment about players, young players needed to be getting coached better by people with experience, veteran leadership, maybe outside. This is a veteran within the game. How are you? Imagine a, a rookie coming into Golden State Warriors and trying to say advice to someone who's done all of this. Like, Draymond has done all of this, bro. So have you, have you heard the, the rumours, the agenda about Draymond and suspensions? People be saying that when Steph ain't playing, he ain't trying to play. Hey, Rudy Gobert said, yeah, 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 he said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then when you looked at the stats, hey, no. it's looking like it's true. No, but I could, from from that perspective, I understand it's probably frustrating, like, getting your ass beat. <laughs> because when Steph's not there, that's what's really most likely happening, though. Yes. So, to some extent, you know. Yeah, but it's 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 this where it comes out. Like, Draymond Green's response to it was, I'm in year 12. Um, y'all stop telling me to stop being Draymond. Draymond, but at the same time, you have to. There's no accountability there. That's the point. No, but like zero. To, 
even you know what? I'm gonna support him again because if the league really wanted him to stop doing that stuff, they would stop him, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's about also like you have to let players be who they are, isn't it? Because everyone's who they are. But as there's there's there's, there's, a, there's a limit, bro. Like yeah. you can't keep doing this and impacting your team, like affecting your team. We're gonna talk about your struggles. That's that's the. I think You've that's now lost. We don't uh, again your value, what you are as a player right now in this current moment to Golden State is yep. one thing, but you're not there. Yep, yep, yep. Brody, you can talk about Golden State's uh, struggles. Right now, Golden State, they're 10th in the Western Conference. Yeah, boy. Eight wins, nine losses. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Clay Cheekson, uh, he, yep. he's, I don't know, man, he's just, so he's averaging, so he's got 50 points, 15 points per game. Uh, 40% from the field. Uh, all his shots better be threes. 36% from three. Not far off then. Uh, yeah, so obviously four goal attempted is 13. Uh, threes attempted a game seven. So majority are yeah. threes. Um, what's it? Is he doing anything else? Uh, free throw percent, 87%. No, he's not doing anything else. 3.3 rebounds 3. a game, 2.3 assists, assists, nothing. Two, almost two turnovers. So it's just our, Your two turnover ratio is us. Zero point in he's not getting not steals. steals. He's not really getting blocks. I mean, like <laughs> the PF player. Oh, FP. I just find out. I just and his plus minus is the thing you need to look at. Yeah, mine. Every, every, every other year he's had a positive plus minus, but it's slightly declined. Obviously, he's had injuries in between. He's got a. He's averaging a negative um, plus minus right now. At minus was it one point six. I think the maddest thing about all of this is that this is the one year Clay had to play well. Yeah. The one year he had to absolutely play well. To he still has time, but... Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He had to hit, They had to hit the ground running. I don't care what you say right now. There's nothing you, you can say that will convince Wait, me. So you're telling me if, let's say... Oh, okay, let's say the next two games, yep. basic. He's basic, right? Yep. Let's say he's the same performance the next two games. Yep. And then after that, yep. he goes to average 20 points a game. Forty percent from three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that happens yeah, for the rest yeah. of the year, are you telling me yeah. that that's that's not that's enough time? It means absolutely nothing to the gods. What do you mean? Let me tell you facts and facts only. What do you mean? How can that not be enough time if the rest let, of the season let, he performs? Let me tell you facts and facts only. What are Golden State missing out on right now? Probably another scorer, right? Hundred yes. percent. <laughs> Maybe Jordan Poole when he was still playing there, but mm. that, that's neither here nor there. Twenty points a game is not enough. For them to warrant playing K, pay, paying Clay Thompson the money that he's gonna want. So Twenty five. Twenty-five what points? Yes. Okay. Clay Clay needed to have one of his best scoring years this year. That wasn't even gonna happen. The last time he averaged twenty-five, he's he's never twenty-five exactly. But he's had these streaky. Is that you know when you see his values through those? He's normally he's normally managed to average twenty to twenty-one points a game for pretty much most of his most of his career. Like since he hit his. That's what I'm saying. If he does goes back. No, Rodney. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that they're gonna. But I'm saying Rodney. Really? If he's never averaged 25 points per game in his career, yes. are you telling me now he's going to? That's when he needed to. If there was any time, ever time he needed to, it was now. And this I think it, it's because it's just it, been pure ass games. If it's like, okay, they've played how many games in total now? What, 17? About 17 yeah, games? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that. So eight, I think nine, in yeah. those 17 games, if he had, okay, let's say, let's say he had 10 10. 10 games where he was averaging 20 plus, yeah. And then let's say 
three or four of those games, he's gone off for like 40 points or something and maybe two or three games which were like, okay, yo, where's Clay? We, it would be a different thing. Obviously, it's not happening now, but I'm saying if that was to happen, what would be the issue? Obviously, me, it's not happening. Rodney, do you know what Clay's current salary is? What is it? $43 million for 15 points a game. That's not twenty points a game. Isn't even worth that. Clear Manida, big up. This is what I'm saying. This I is what. This is why he needed to have his best. Forty three million. You That's crazy. Forty three million. Obviously, obviously, he he what? worked. He worked hard to get that contract. I think at the time, and this is what I think is the realest part of the situation as well. When he signed that contract, yeah, KD was still on the team or about to leave the team. He was getting paid forty three million to be the third option on the team. And I think they anticipated KD leaving, which is why they gave him that much money. Yeah. Saying, when he goes, you need to go back to being that number two guy. And obviously he's had injuries and whatnot. But I feel like considering he played pretty much the whole of last season, you need to be back. Yeah. He, yeah. I say last season. They won, a, they won a championship when he came back. Yeah. Since then, season. he's been... Yeah, but you can see from when he came back, he was never going to be the same player. But he still managed to average 21 last year. Yeah. He did, and that, that, that was that was kudos to him. I don't think you're ever going to get better production from him. But however... 15 a game on, no, on, no, on no, cheeks. No, no, that's what I mean. That's shocking. In terms of you... you play, like you, on you, cheeks, bro. <laughs> you know that you should be performing better than that. But I think I've been looking at a few things. Um, and like you mentioned, Golden State have played 17 games this season. Mm-hmm. Clay has led their scoring once. Curry has led this Golden State scoring 13 out of them 17 games. Kaminga, Wiggins, Thompson, and Podmensky, if you pronounce his name correctly, are the only other guys in the team to have led the scoring in one game each. Bear in mind, bear in mind Steph's numbers would have, Steph would have had it for more games if he didn't get injured and had to miss yeah. some games. And and the worst thing about it is that Steph's had games where he's had 21 points. He's had, like, he's it's 20. And he's still leading That's what team. I mean. So this is whereby, <laughs> we're talking about Golden crazy. State struggles. 13 out of 17 games, he's led their scoring. Clay Thompson, for what you're on, you cannot be leading their scoring in one game out of their opening 17 games. That's shocking. And you're looking at stats. They started off hot. They what, won five of their first six. Mm-hmm. And then they went on a six-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. And this is whereby you're looking at what Golden State... like they, They're a team that rightly so won the title two years ago. Duh, 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 duh. Clay Thompson, for what you're on and what you're performing at, in a contract, yeah. It's ass, man. It's straight like ass. You think you're something fishy's going on because the, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's something not... Something fishy going on. You have to be realistic here. From Golden State's perspective, why would they bring in Clay Thompson? 100%. Why are they, so why are they going to re-up Clay Thompson for that kind of money? If Clay's like, yeah, I'll take I'll take a pay cut and take 15 mil a year, but he's not going to do that. Why? Because Draymond got some money last year. Mm-hmm. Draymond got some money, did, sorry, in the off-season just gone. Did he not get an extension? Yep, he did. So I think... Clay is definitely because I imagine his contract, his contract extension from here will be higher than the forty three he's currently on now, and I'm sure they won't they won't do that because it will just ruin it. The, the only in my head, the only reason why they extend Clay Thompson, put him on the exact same amount of years, and just say you you and you and Steph are gonna uh, leave this team at the same time. That's the only reason. I, I don't think he'll no. uh, he'll get anywhere near that because money. Probably anywhere in the NBA. I th- I think I think Clay is one of those guys who might end up in Sacramento. I think he'll stay in California, hundred percent. But I can imagine him being the taking on that, you know, Raylan's role when he was mm. in Miami. That mm. kind of role in a team like Sacramento, or if he's really trying to like piss everyone off, go to the Lakers on a super reduced friendly contract, um, take less money, just be the knockdown three point shooter. Don't want nothing else from him. Mm. All right, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Yeah, 
Earlier this year, we saw Clay Thompson's best ever month, where he averaged twenty seven points in January of this year. Yeah. Are we ever going to see that again? Oh. Because that arguably boosted him to get that twenty one points over the course of the season last season. Yeah. I assume that probably gave him an added two points per game. So, so it's probably something like that. Based off the fact that that was such a high scoring month, mm-hmm. obviously the best of his career. So. We're gonna see it again. That's the question. The thing is, yeah, with he's a he's a he's a streaky player. Everyone knows he's a heat check player. So there's every chance he could have a period of time where he's averaging thirty five or something stupid like that. Just off the pure back that this guy's just hot from three right now, and that's just how it is. But I think all of that is irrelevant. We might see it, yeah, cool. But I, he's not. I don't think he's capable of doing it over the course of a season because he's never done it before. Why is he now going to be able to do it? In, in his oldest his older age but also even if he does do it it doesn't translate uh, sorry if, even if he does do it for like a month or six weeks stuff like that I just don't see Golden State looking at this guy and saying we can't keep paying all this money for a streaky player of course not mm. a streaky sh- I'm, I, I can't even call him a streaky shooter because if he's left over he's here and that's, that's not the question but I think it's just they need more consistency than this man and I think I, I, I'm almost I'm always surprised that Steph is slightly doing what LeBron did in terms of in his older age. He's all, I'm, I don't know if I can say he's getting better because MVP Steph was MVP Steph. However, I'm not seeing him slow down the rate in which I thought I would. And I understand that he's a three-point shooter, but it's his, his fitness, his health, his stamina is still as good, if not better than ever before. So I feel like things like that would lean God and say to believe that they don't have to go through a complete rebuild. If they if they don't bring Clay back, they could bring someone else next year to complement Steph's game, Draymond's game as well. Hundred percent. Because because think about it, who who else are they paying outside of Steph and Steph Clay and Draymond right now? Yeah, Wiggins. 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 Yeah, Wiggins. Who's another guy? I think is is. What's going on? Because and this is this is the questions about Wiggins as well. Because yeah, when people been, thought after the been, finals that he was going to take this yeah, leap, yeah, yeah. and it was like we've been waiting for the Wiggins. To appear from how long? Never did. Not consistent. Goes to Golden State. Does a great job. He adds to the scoring defensively. Oof. Got the ring now. Thinking, okay, cool. Now he's going to really come with swag. He's going to come with confidence. Mm-hmm. He's going to mm-hmm. be confidently scoring. He's going to say, listen, Clay, relax. I'm, I'm here now, innit? You can chill. But I don't know. Maybe the situation with his dad or whatever. And I, I don't know. But he's just... Now he's like... What they're missing is Iggy to be like, hey. <laughs> hey. Come on, come on. Hey, come here. Down, man. To everyone yeah. <laughs> but Steph. Yeah. Like, literally. So, it's tough. They, they do need to pick up. And obviously, talking about they've been missing scoring and, mm. and such. Mm. They used to get it from a guy called Jordan Poole. Um, but that punch from Draymond. Sucks sent, punch. He got punched to Washington, bro. Yeah. Literally. And now. Well, I don't know if you can still see out of the eye because he'd be missing left all the time. <laughs> like, That's wild. What is going on? Because now the Wizards are looking to move on from Jordan Poole. No, wait, wait. Is well, not true? move on, but it's like apparently now they, they have some concerns. There's rumours. There's rumours. There's rumours. Allegedly, a rumours. There's, there's concerns. There's, there's always going to be. I just think... But I feel like with rumours, there's all, it always comes from some sort. Of no, but like, Durham, Jordan Poole's playing bad right now. Like He's having mm-hmm. worse numbers now. Being maybe the one or two option than he did when he was on the Warriors. Yeah. Do you want to read out stats? I got the stats in front. Yeah, of you. yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, 
obviously, he was at Golden State for four seasons, but I'm going to read out his two seasons prior to this season. Mm-hmm. So 2021-22, he averaged 18.5 points. Mm-hmm. He shot 36.4 from the three-point uh, line and 44.8 from the field. Um, that was the year they won the title. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they won the title that season. He then stepped up last season. Uh, he averaged 20 points per game. He shot, where are we? 33.6% from the three points. Which isn't great. Line. Isn't yeah. great. It's a decline on the season before, but it is what it is. He upped his scoring. And then field goal percentages, a slight decline to 43% from the field. Mm. Previous year was 44.8. But this year? This year. Damn. 17.7 points. Mm. He's shooting 28.6% from the three-point line. And he's shooting a shocking 39.9% from the field. This guy's getting more touches. He is essentially Washington's one-two punch with him and Kuzma, depending on how you want to put that. Such an ass combo. <laughs> it's a horrible combo. It's but it's problem, it's not man. working. Um, and I don't know if Rodney you want to land and allude to it, or you, sorry, Cam, you were talking about it, but yeah, there's a lot that's just gone wrong over here. The thing is with this guy, Jordan Paul, yeah, is that... Who's Jordan again? Jordan. Bro... You have the keys to a team now, essentially. Like, you're the number one option, basically. One or two, between you guys, I'll say you're the number one, even, because that's what they brought you in for, yeah? Now, you have a chance to really showcase your skills. All the stuff that I said, ah, oh, why can't I just be Jordan Paul? All the things you were complaining about. Now is your chance. Go out there, perform, shine, do what you have to do. And this is what you do. You give him a team, and look at, look at what he's on. He's telling people, yeah... I, I, shut up, nigga! I got it. It's my team. Yeah, Bro, so you're not actually bringing the championship mentality and vibes which you got from Golden State. You're not bringing it to Wizards. I'm not saying you're gonna completely change this franchise around because you ain't. But at least you can see when someone's retuning their vibe. Like, okay, some like for example, who can I say? Like people who just time you bring them to a team. And the vibe that they bring to that team is changing, is, is, is affecting, is, is going on. Like even with for when Zorka Chris Paul went to Celtics. went to the Suns for the first. When yeah, Chris yeah, Paul, yeah. I say here we go. When Chris went to the Suns, look at the look how he. And I'm not saying that Jordan Paul's going to do the exact same things as Chris Paul because experience, time, and and, mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. games. But it's like mentality. Menta- and, that's, that's and, and the thing is, even how the certain shots I say, like the shot that he made that he took, and yes, granted, he made that shot, but your teammate was there crying for the ball. And I'm not saying that it was like a bad shot because obviously you've made it. So what can I really say? But you also need your, yes, it's your team, but your team also needs to get involved. They're pissed off at you. So they don't want to, I'm sure that guy, what's his name again? Danny Avdia. That's it. First of all, he's like, I was first like, why is this guy complaining? Because since you've been drafted, you have not shown that you're top 10, you've done niche. So you shout and complaining, you need to get yourself up there first because you've done nothing. Nothing at all. But then it's like the coaches, they're coming there, they're running the play, they're doing all these things, you're not paying attention. You know, you're now trying to get a sneak look, sneak a link with, with the clipboard and that. Like, fam, what's going on? What are you doing? What's <laughs> it, the sneaky link? Fam, sneaking it with the clipboard. Like, I don't understand what's going on. This is your chance. Like, you got to be playing. I'm not, obviously, you've got, yes, you've got years left in the contract and that, but it's like, play well from now. So, what your value is top. Here, like, listen, we can see, yeah, go on to say, um, like, no one right now is saying, go on to say, amazing Jordan Paul. 
because he's, he's pants. And they're missing scoring. The, That's the worst thing about it. I, I do, like, I, I, I agree with you that he, and I think he's, I do think he just started the season quite badly. But I, I've, like, looking at his last few games, I, um, he's had a bit of an uptick in points, 26s, 33s and stuff like that. So maybe by the end of the season, he'll be averaging around the numbers that he had in Golden State, even though I think he should be having a little bit better. I do have what, to speak. What, what do you think he should be averaging? 23, 24 a game, I yeah, think, is, is what, 25. But if you're the lead yeah, scorer on the team, 20, you need to, for your team to even really have a real chance, not even a real chance, because I've seen, I've seen absolute arse teams have a lead scorer who, who's done bits. Dame was putting up big numbers on Portland when they weren't doing nothing. Mm, so, all, 100%, 100%. So I think, yeah, 24 at minimum, because I imagine that um, Carl Kuzma as well, I expect him to have at least 20 points a game as well. Um, but some of the players on that team are shit, you know. Like I'll, yeah, I'm gonna no. be real, Denny. If I saw Denny waving his I'm as Cameron would not pass him the ball yeah, either. I'm not, I'm not. That's all I was saying, bro. He's he's averaging eight point four points per, per game this season. Like I don't want to hear none of that. How many shots is he taking? Bro? I don't know. He's shooting forty three point eight percent though, so he's not he's not shooting efficient or that efficient anyway. Thirty one percent from from the three. Like I'm not passing you the ball in the three point line either. If I'm honest, I mean John Paul's shooting like shit as well, yeah. but. It just seems like the whole the whole wizard situation is a mess. I can't lie. Jeez, like two, they had uh, yeah. who shot that? No, that's they, them. They, they, Have you seen their roster? Though? No, no, but it's it's, it's pants. Their roster, their roster is absolutely. Where's shocking. Denny? Or Denny's gonna be. Yeah, do, do, you know, do you know? Do as well? Yeah, I've really thought that them getting Trey Jones would bring in structure and composure to guys like Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. Trash Jones, you mean? 11, 11. Huh? Eleven points. Trash. Yeah, no, it's not a good roster. I think I think you meant Ty- Tyus Jones. You mean? You meant yeah, I said Trey. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Ty- Tyus Jones. I thought you'd bring a lot more structure and composure to him. But them boys are just running around doing whatever the hell they want. Um, they drafted um, Bilal Kulabali, which I think was one of the worst drafts. And it's not because I don't like. I one, I don't really know this guy that much. I know he was on um, uh, Victor Wembanyama's team when they, he was back in France. And he got drafted, I think, a lot of that based off that. <clears throat> He's a potential project. I just think there were really good players still left in the draft that you could have taken instead of taking him. I think he was like the eighth pick or something like that, which is crazy. And this is a team that haven't really got talent like that. Like, you could have you could have gotten, like, yourself a star uh, or, or potential star. Instead, you've gone with this, which seems like a lot of a project. I reckon he's going to be a similar thing to Yanis. And I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Yanis. I'm not talking about that. In terms of you, but you, you draft him and hope for the for the for the best that he ends up like Yanis. I don't necessarily know if he's gonna be like Yanis at all. I'm just saying they really draft him one hundred percent off potential. Um yeah, the Wizards are trash. Wizards are us, straight booty. And I and I don't really know if Jordan Poole's even the one to blame for this. No, he's, he's basically on twenty eight million a year. So I think this is where the blame comes to you. Yeah, like, but what's Kuzma on? Kuzma is on rare. Like Denny's numbers, they are us. Not us, but it's like it's eleven points per game. It's not enough for you to be waving your hands, I'm sorry. Yeah, eleven points per game. Taking nine shots. 25.5. Yeah, taking nine shots a game. Um, 51% field goal percentage. Three points attempted. He's taking about basically two to three a game. Shooting 40% from three. All I'm saying. But it's like, it's, 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 it's plus minus, it's minus 6.3. So, really and truly, bro, you, you're waving your hands like, you come on, like, let's be honest. Bro, listen, right, tonight is, I think it's tonight, is an arse ball. Is it tonight? Tonight is the arse ball. Yeah. The Pistons versus the Wizards. Oh the two worst records in the NBA nice. are playing against each other. That quality of basketball is going to be oh. horrific. And I, I want all you young ballers to tune in and look at what, what these guys are on <laughs> and say, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. But they made it, but they don't want to be like that. But, but it's, it, I just I just can't, under, I don't understand 
from from a few perspectives. One, why Washington decided to, if you got Jordan Poole with the expectation that he's going to be your your number one guy until you get a good enough draft pick, Mm -hmm. and I think right now, I mean, they're they're almost guaranteed the top three pick right now based off this record if they continue throughout throughout the whole season, and I'm sure they will because I don't see them getting much better. Mm -mm. Not without roster. No, like if we're being honest. So if you got Jordan Poole and said, you know what, this is going to be a, a number one player, and we're going to build around him through the draft and whatnot until we have someone who's better than him, fine, that's no problem. But if you're telling me that your expectation was to trade to acquire him in that trade for Bradley Bill, build up his trade value to then move him, I think that's a silly move. I think that's a very silly move. What have what have Washington really gotten in return since they moved off Bradley Bill? That was what that was the question I was actually going to ask you all, and I don't know. Looking at what like what they've really got in value, in terms of like obviously Jordan Paul was part of that, um, that whole whatever the, the exile eventually, eventually anyway. yeah, eventually came through for the whole CP three thing and everything. You're looking at their roster. There's not nothing I can tell you that that's improved, or you've got value inclined for losing Bill. Let me let me tell you what what they got yeah, because pick wise they got loads of picks, they got. Chris Paul, which eventually turned into, um, what's that guy's name? Chris Paul eventually turned into Jordan Paul. Yeah, Jordan Paul. Yeah. Landry Shamet, Bilal Kudubali, um, because it was a three-way trade with the Pacers mm-hmm. on draft night, so they got that number seven pick in exchange for the eighth pick. Then they got uh, a first-round pick swap for this year, two second-round picks, a first a first-round pick swap for twenty twenty-six, a twenty twenty-six second-round pick. 2027 second round pick, a 2028 first round pick swap, a 2028 second round pick, a 2030 first round pick swap, and a 2030. Like they got hella draft picks out of it. So I think maybe going forward, that's that's the angle they're going with. And they're just saying, in the meantime, we got to pay someone. We might as well get this guy and hopefully people buy tickets and whatnot. But bro, let's let's be honest right now. I expect I expect the Wizards to continue being us. I think us organizations basically will continue to beat us. Yeah. Like, they should have moved off Bradley Bill ages ago. I don't think you need to be loyal to pl- loyal to players or players don't need to be loyal to teams because this is this is the result of it. This is the result of it. Yeah, I think, like we spoke about it, about teams being able to use their leverage and get the maximum value. Mm. And obviously, Bill had the... Uh, no trade clause, I think. The no trade clause, which gave him the power to essentially so go to where he wanted to. Wherever. So, yeah, this is, this is it. It's what you sign up for is what you deserve, so... Do you? Yeah, well, we'll be seeing exactly what if Golden State flip their troubles over, if Jordan Poole does flip the switch. Um, we'll see what he does at the end of the season. Uh, moving on, the in-season tournament. Uh-huh. So obviously, the bracket is out there, but things are still to be determined because it's December and it starts December the 4th. Yeah, tomorrow is the next game day. Of so, how is it? What so like? Who goes? Is it like so, I can t- I can tell you right now. Yeah, so, yeah, who Because I'm still a bit like obviously I seen well, I got one, but that's fair. So it's gonna be four teams from each each conference that goes through, right? Mm-hmm. So they've the way they've grouped them is there's they've split the they split the conferences into three groups. Mm-hmm. The winner of each group goes through, yeah. and then there's one wild squ- wild card spot for each conference, for which it will be the team with the best record that I think goes through. To into the wild card spot. So yeah, right so now, the best number two. Yeah. So right now, in the East, Aces are Indiana have secured, have secured, have secured it. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee. So Indiana four and zero. Milwaukee three and zero. Orlando three and one. Yeah. And then you've got uh, the Knicks at the wild card spot at two and one right now. 
But then you also have one, two, three, four, five, four other teams yeah. in Miami, Brooklyn, Cleveland, and Boston who also are two and one as well. Yeah. Um, in the West, you got the Lakers, four and zero. The Kings, three and zero. The Pelicans, three and one, and the Suns on three and one as well. So, I mean, first of all. I've enjoyed the Intenders tournament. I'm pretty sure you guys have enjoyed it as well. Yeah, no, Just from the perspective that there's always these lulls in the NBA season prior to this season where the season would start and it would be entertaining for the first couple of weeks, maybe a month, and then it will start to slowly dip off because there's too many games to care about. Mm. You know, 82 games in a season is a lot. But I think this is really, one, it's, it's, it's done a lot as a fan to in, keep me engaged Give me a reason to keep paying attention to something as well. Yeah. But also, you look at a team, like, if at the beginning of the season I told you Indiana and Orlando yeah. were going to be in the, in the playoffs for this in-season tournament, you'd be looking at how. Yeah. How? Obviously, both teams both teams have done pretty well. Orlando have started the season very well. Yeah. Talk about them. Yeah. 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 But, but, like, Indiana has really come out of nowhere, in my opinion. I think Tyrese Halliburton is... is Leading the charge. But I think this is also why it's important because you could have you could have a let's say let's say right now you'd only won four games in the regular season, but all four of them were in the in season tournament. You'd be top of the top of the top of the league. And there's something for you to fight. Hundred percent. Yeah. Look at look at look at the Lakers in it. You guys you guys have haven't had a terrible start to season. Not an amazing start, but you haven't had a terrible start at all. But being four and in the in season tournament, it, it's made a massive. difference. It makes and it, it gives that perspective that it is there is it's something positive to look at 100%. rather than just. The record that we have, which I think is ten and seven, and I think how many prizes is it? Five hundred k per player, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, bro. It's I mean, good I money if you win it, and it's almost like there's five hundred k on the line. Bro, like it's it's, that, it's that, a good incentive. <laughs> that it's probably incentives for the franchise incentives, and it's money that coaches could, get money as coaches well. Coaches get money. I'm sure it goes filters down to like the staff or whatever, well, like probably a staff bonus. Darvinham doesn't deserve the money, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the the, the courts are shocking. I think they're so ugly. Some of the courts. Swear down. I don't like some of the courts, but the like colour combinations. Some of the colour combinations. Some of the colour combinations are shocking. I need. Pause. What are you talking about? Yeah, what the, the fuck is that? Okay, first of all, sound like Diddy. No, no, no. Yeah, what's going on here, bro? I don't love it. What the fuck is that, bro? No seat, no seat. Don't You know that video where Diddy was on Drink Champs and he was calling Fabulous Daddy and stuff like that. Nah, I feel uncomfortable. Wow, I feel mad uncomfortable like, right now. Have you not heard that before? No, I don't want to hear that. No, we're good, bro. But I'm, I'm not taking things from the internet anymore. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I think it's it's <laughs> not that saying. <laughs> oh, uh, I think it's been good for what it's done, and I feel like you correctly said like the initial part of the season is great. Then it's the lull before Christmas. Everyone gets geared up for Christmas games. Then it's a bit of a lull. Not a lull. I say there's that the, the early start of the prior yeah. to the All Star game. And then it's everyone wakes up, yeah. post-trade deadline, 100%. all-star game. So I think them putting it here has kind of made people, um, teams wake up, has made the game exciting. I've loved some of the clashes with like, the rivalry matches, especially that like Golden State-Sacramento. Mm. Like There has been a bit of fire to it. I don't know if the Golden State, the Draymond Green headlock was an in-season game or not, I can't remember, but <laughs> clearly a lot of fire and, you know, fight. Um uh, uh, quickly, sorry. One thing I really like about this is the points differential thing as well, because it means that people that. are playing the whole game. Yeah. Right now, the the way they've, you know how I mentioned how four teams or five teams have the same record, two and one in the East, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With New York, Miami, Brooklyn, 
uh, Cleveland and Boston. Between them, there's like an 18 points point differential. That's mad. That's what separates being in the tournament and I'm out of the out. tournament. Yeah. So Boston right now, who are eighth technically because of points differential, if they go and blow someone out in their in their last uh, in to- in season tournament game by by like 30 or something like that. They'll be in a much better. They'll be in a very good position to potentially still make it, yeah. which is, which is why it keeps it entertaining. Outside of the fact that they're they're playing right until the like the the final whistle. Yeah, I've I've never understood this. Even um when when playing junior basketball, we never used to do that. Like you you would play until the, until the guys until the rest of their game's done. So to see to see people like just ah oh, come to the end of the game dribbling, bro. Listen, people got parlays. People got accumulators <laughs> to it, didn't it? Stop messing it up. You People's know what I'm saying? Dribbling it down, like, bro. <laughs> we need two more points. Bro, go get that bucket, man. Yeah, man. Exactly, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not here to watch that. So, I love it. I love it. And I think maybe the NBA should start. The the regular season should start doing points differential as well. Mm, I think just breaking down the way it works. I think you were talking about it. So the note it works head to head in the group stage is number one. Then it's points differential. Then it's total points scored in the group stage. Hence why you need to get them points. Yep. And then it's a regular season record from 22-23. That's just the way, if there's mad tiebreakers, it will go down. But, um, yeah, the knockout rounds start next week. So next Monday, December the 4th, and it'll feature eight teams. Semi-finals would then be in Thursday the 7th of December. That's in Vegas, right? Semi-finals and finals are in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Cool. The final four teams will all go to Vegas. And then championship match in Vegas, December the 9th. So that's next week, Saturday. So it would be a lovely thing to see who finally gets the inaugural one. And it's something else like, again, imagine being MVP, in-season tournament winner and NBA champion. It's like, bro. These are going to be the new accolades that people care about as well. Like, I'm not saying they won't care about a final MVP, uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, NBA finals, like championship trophy or anything like that. But if you've got two guys who have the same accolades, for instance, yeah, Steph and LeBron have been tied on the same amount of rings yeah, yeah, for a while. Yeah. LeBron has more MVPs, but Steph has a unanimous, so people say, oh, was that equated to yeah, whatever. Yeah. Stuff like this, if LeBron goes and wins the the in-season tournament, now, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, that's the defining factor why he's better than Steph, even though I believe that anyway. But it's another thing to kind of weigh up against. And obviously, another reason why it's even more difficult to, to compare these players to the past, because this is why I like Adam Silver in it, regardless of what like your personal views are about him or anything like that. He's not scared of change. Yeah. Like there needs to be a level of innovation with this because shit can get boring after a while, man. That's like the playing. I like what he did with that. I was against it a bit at the beginning. But, it, but it's made it so... And, and I remember that was only going to be like a two-year trial, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I said, no, we have to keep that, man. Everyone likes it. I think even now, them going back to East versus West and the All-Star might bring a, bit, a level of competitiveness back to it as well. Exactly, yeah. But again... You spoke about change. He was willing to change that in the first place yep. to then get the whole charity thing, the way that yeah. All-Star game yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah. Realised it fizzled out over the last couple of seasons. Let's retool it. So, yeah, you've got to respect that. Yeah. yeah man, no, this interview tournament is really, really interesting. I like how his boys... Who wins it, by the way, before we move on? Who oh. wins it? Who wins it? Put your man on the spot. I think it's hard not to... I think it's... Yeah. No, I'm going to go for... The team that's bullying it right now, I'm gonna say the Pacers are gonna win it all. No, <laughs> I don't. Th- and the thing is, you might say You might not be wrong in it. Speak your chest, bro. The Pacers the could Pacers. definitely get to the finals, though. They could definitely get to the finals, though. But I just look at the four teams in the West that are even in the conversation, and I don't think the Pacers have a chance to get to any of them. Yeah, I just Name think them. 
The Lakers, no chance. Yes, they have a chance. The Kings, no chance. Yes, they that job will be sick. A Kings Pacers finals mm. where, where obviously the products and the trade and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Halliburton going up against um, Yaron Fox. Yaron Fox, man, that'll be that'll be good. That actually, that's what I'm rooting for because I, I think any level of pettiness and competitiveness will make it more interesting. Mm, yeah. But it'll be quite cool to see a Bucks Lakers potential finals matchup as well early. You know, Phoenix as well. Yeah, I want them to get out of it as soon as possible, man, because they're... You, man? A Phoenix. They're a good what? team. Oh, you don't want to play them? Not in the one-off game. No, Were they not in your bracket? Yeah, no, we've beaten them. Oh, okay. But it's, it's still, they're Phoenix. Phoenix are a problem. In a one-off okay. game, they could beat anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to uh, other points. So, talking about teams that are doing well, um, not only just in the in-season tournament, but also in general. Orlando Magic have started off this season on a very good high. They are mm-hmm. currently second in the East with a 12 and 5 record. Just to list the teams they have played, who they've won against. So they've beaten the Pelicans, mm-hmm. beaten Cleveland, um, Houston, Portland. Yeah, okay, those are easy ones. Uh, Utah, Lakers, Milwaukee. Chicago, Indiana, Toronto, Nuggets, Celtics, or when it's like they that's are some that's, that's an impressive. Wins. That's no, impressive. that's an impressive run. Like I think, I think they they uh, it should be a given that they not even a given that they should be, but like they're gonna play the bad team. It's the good teams that I'm like you said, Lakers, Nuggets, Nuggets Celtics, yeah. Celtics. Yeah. We were the four of the last four of the last season. You know what I mean? Like they were conference yeah. finals, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's that's, it's, that's it's very impressive. It's, it's very impressive. Very, very impressive. But, I mean, what do you think that's down to? Do you think it's down to, like, continuity in the team? Because I, my beef with Orlando is that they have way too many guards and they kept they drafted two more guards this year who I think are now playing in the G League as a result of it because there's just too many of them. But also, I, I imagine an element of it is just, like, continuity. They, this is probably one of the first years they haven't had had an enormous amount of change. Yeah. Yeah, they've had normal not change them. They've built chemistry with the team. They, they have, isn't it? You know, and everyone's playing. Jonathan Isaac's back, playing well. You know, fuck that guy, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you remember no, he was bank. he was he was defending um, not not kneeling for the for the thing. Yeah, he was, oh he yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a pussy, bro. He's mad, and then what happens? He tears ACL. It's kind of nuts, but you know, humbling. <laughs> <laughs> Someone definitely did some jujitsu in it, and a dog just bending the knee. So, um, but yeah, no, they everyone's playing well. Everyone's playing their part as well. One thing is that um, uh, Cole Anthony is actually looking more controlled this year, like in terms yeah. of how he's playing. He's not playing wild. Jalen Suggs, he's he's doing what he needs to do as well. Um, but I do I do like how they're playing. You know, I've actually watching their games and seeing how they play. And they, you know, defensively they take pride. Offensively, it's not, you know, it's not selfish. It's team basketball, and whoever's got the hot hand, yeah, you feed the hot hand. And if anything comes out of that, you know what I mean. So I like, I like how they've started, but also it reminds me of that time where the Magic were the first seed and they didn't lose. What, what time? It was ages ago. When Dwight, when, when Dwight was there. Oh, Aaron Gordon was on that team as well. Aaron Gordon on Vucevic. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, Aaron Gordon Vucevic. 
I don't remember them not losing for time. No, not for time. I'm saying like I think they won like five, six games in a row. And oh, is a, it? Then they had a good record like after that. They was first in the. They might have even made the playoffs. Least, I reckon. Uh, I don't know, you know. But <laughs> that's the thing. It's one of the ones where yeah, it's a good start. We just got to see where it goes because you know you could, things can. can I, th- I mean, like just just looking at some of their games, like for instance, the one against Denver, in it, like from. From what I'm seeing, one they they're pretty good at home. Like they're de- they're defending home well, but yeah. also they're not they're not confused about who is and who isn't the <laughs> the leaders of this yeah, team, in it. Like it's it's Paolo in France, yeah. And I don't think it's a question. I thought Paolo was going to be the lead scorer in this team, but right now, I, I'll I'll check the stats anyway. But that's neck and neck. I'm sure. Pause. It's, it's ni- pause. 19.8 <laughs> and 19.5. Yeah, like which 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 isn't bad. I I kind of want twenty from both of them to be honest, but they're sitting on it. Pause. Basically, <laughs> that's a why. That's a why. That's a why. There's only so much. There's only so much. Oh, that's it. That's that basically back to sick. back. Back to back. No. Now nah, you got to get the symptoms for that one, bro. Run. Hey. Hey, Aaron Card. I'm so Hey, now technical foul. Technical foul, Julian. <laughs> You're out of here. But, but. What I find interesting, they're start, they're, so they're, they're starting Anthony Black in, a, in a, some of their games. Like yeah, yeah, I was going to talk about, I was talk about he, that as well. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to shut at him too much in it, but he's not playing well. <laughs> but he's a rookie in it, he's playing 15 minutes, but they're bringing Cole Anthony off the bench, but he's playing the vast majority of the minutes at the guard position. But that's the thing, you because the thing is with, with Anthony Black is that, yes, he's a rookie, but he's just going to play the point role where he's not going to be like Cole Anthony, where Cole Anthony's more of a scoring guard. I'm not saying he's a... Okay, no, but because <laughs> he's averaging one assist. Yeah, it's what I say. It's but I'm just bad. saying, yeah. in terms of, I think that's what he's there to do. Yeah, he's just there just to bring the ball up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let the play happen, and give the ball to Paolo Franz, make something happen out of that. Whereas Cole Anthony is better that like he's off the bench with that yeah. second unit, yeah, yeah, doing yeah. what he needs to do, and he's been playing well. He's, yeah, he's taking the Tims off, so he's he's playing. He's you know, yeah, he's that, playing much better. There's just a level of balance to this team as well. Like, um, I think. Like I said, with Paolo and, and France, you know what you're getting in terms of the scoring effort. And they're not just one-dimensional as well. Like, they they both rebound. They both pass the ball as well. Yeah. Um, I guess Cole Anthony might just end up getting sick man of the year, you know, the way it's looking. Cause I, if I'm there, I'm not messing with the formula. Like, I'm keeping yeah. it the way it is. I, I also want to shine light on another team that is playing very well, and that's the Minnesota Timbers. That is... Really go headlock. Is it the Timbers or is it Edwards? Because I, I, no, no, it's the Timbers. You got to give I the team credit. I, I, I do, and you know, you know, I don't like giving credit to 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 people like that. But I do. I have to give credit to the whole team because there are games, there are games they've played against tough teams like the Seventy Sixers, where I, I don't believe Embiid played in that game, did he? Let me check. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't. No, play. He didn't. No, I don't. Apparently, remember. he's been ducking ducking smoke. Apparently, not our business, but. Like that game, they beat Golden State in a back-to-back. One of the games is when Finn got put in a headlock. They won that game by three. That was an in-season tournament game, like you said. The game that was really amazing was yeah. when Draymond, Pope Bear, <laughs> he was chatting. Obviously, fouled. That was good shit. That was, that was such a shit. great moment. It was like, I've arrived. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I've arrived. And I don't think Draymond was actually mad and salty. He was like, you know what? Yeah, fair play. He chatted, I chatted, he chatted back. And he actually backed his talk. Like I tried to shit and got banged. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like now I feel like what now I know what Paul feels like, but you know what I mean? It's like Well who feels like? Paul. Paul. <laughs> Jordan. 
<laughs> bro, is that not a pause? Bro, you saw what my man didn't feel like, bro. No, because he got nah, he's trying so hard <laughs> to get him back. He's trying so hard to get him back. Trying to come back in the chat. Allow me back in the chat. I want to come back. Fling it, Ron Fowl. But but like, I think Minnesota's stuff is impressive because they like if they beat the Heat by sixteen, they beat the Nuggets by twenty one. Oh, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, that's the one that Jokic got like thirty eight. Like yeah, the good, 80 yeah, or 90 the, rebounds. It didn't matter. It didn't they beat, the, they beat, the, they beat the Celtics by 15. Yeah, they yeah. beat the Pelicans by 21. Like, the games in, in which, in which you know, you, I wouldn't even expect them to really win. They've come out and won them quite convincingly. Yeah, they, they lost by 18 to the Suns. Um, and they, they lost by, to the Kings by 13. But the long and short of it, to me anyway, looks like They've they've got a formula. They understand. They have to go and and be a extremely aggressive scoring team to yeah. win these games. I have no idea mm-hmm. what I think about Carlton Towns anymore. I, no idea. Listen, right, before we cross Carlton Towns, I do want to give them a bit of flowers because he deserves a crossing. Um, I think you spoke about they were a very high scoring team last season, though. Yeah, I think even the last couple seasons they've always been. A the, very high scoring yeah, team. The, there was a, the, the the problem there was the lack of consistency. Like Towns was injured quite a lot, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think now we're seeing a bit more fluidity in players being healthy. Uh, the starting lineups not changing as much as it, as it used to be. However, I think what also we're seeing is, um, yeah, Anthony Edwards is stepping up. He's really, and Big I think time. that was the a bit of the problem before Anthony Edwards and Carlton Towns. We didn't know he was the number one. I feel right now, and he's being clear to us, but I think it's more clear to everyone mm. else, including the people in the organisation. Yep. Alfred Edwards is number one. Yes, but... He is. But the reason I was saying I'm confused about Cat, Cat's averaging 21 and 9 on 50-49. Yeah. Like... That's very, very good. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying Anthony Edwards is not number one. However, no, do you know, it's, it's that Edwards is the number one, but Towns is also a, it's, it's like a two-headed dragon. Should be one A, one B, in it. That's what it is. It's like yeah. it's good like this because it's better to have this problem than flipping Towns having given 15, 11, and you know what I mean. So Let Towns play the efficient game. However, yeah. understand. the reason I want to cuss Towns, <laughs> he's never away from a cussing. Is there's two there's two things to it. He didn't back his bridging. You didn't back your bedroom, bro. Yeah. Like, you're this big-ass pause. Like you're, you're a big guy, bro. I don't know. How, how tall is he? Guys, <laughs> help me. 6'11", 6'11". <laughs> What's wrong with these guys? He's 6'11". What's wrong with you, bro? You? What's wrong with you? <laughs> he was on that flight, man. <laughs> like, he's 6'11". And he didn't back his bedroom. But there's also this... What you're seeing in towns now, obviously, I know... Points for a game, it's not the highest. I think he's averaged about 24, 25 before. Mm. Um, you're probably seeing better, efficient basketball within the Timberwolves than himself. I mean, 50, 40, 90 is pretty incredible. Um, and I just want to see this level of consi- consistency throughout the season. This is why he needs a custom because I don't want to see this, what are we, 15, 16 games in, and we get to game 50 and this guy's, everything's dropped. He's average. he's going like 42 70 and 30, do you know what I mean? Mm. You want to see this level of Carlton Towns, even if he's not going to be getting that 25 points per game, but what he's sitting on that now, 21.8, 22 points per game, he stays on what he's averaging throughout the season. And I just, the only thing with Carlton Towns, we just haven't seen that. With Anthony Edwards, we have seen more consistency within his NBA career. 
And I feel if these two can really spearhead the Timberwolves to where um, they are, and obviously Gobert on defence, Conley, we can all talk about how amazing of a veteran point guard he is and he's always been. And there's pieces within that team to really potentially compete. Quickly. So, like, I've never done this before. Do you know what Cat's career stats are? Go on. 23 points, 11 rebounds, 3.2 assists, 1.3 blocks on 52% from the field, 39.5 from three, and 83.7% from the free throw line. Like, like those, that's better than a lot of people's favourite players' stats, you know, for their careers. Especially on that shooting. That's very, The efficiency very is crazy. Yeah. This is why the efficient game right now is working for him. It's like when he's being a fit, like he just needs to stay efficient, pick his shots, let Edwards run wild and do what he needs to do, and just go from there. Like right now, it's working. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But also, I think there needs to be a level of because we've seen it before the story of Carlton Towns when the lights are on or when it's a big game. Deer in headlights. Literally, you see him shooting two for twenty one or something. And it's and it's this needs to end. I think this is where. This season, we really need to see him step up. And it's not about, we know the guy can go for 30, 40 points a game, whatever it is. And mm. a good given night, we, we know how of much of a brilliant player he can be. It's more about being efficient and knowing when to step up and understanding that, you know, you've got Anthony Edwards here. Let him take those points. Don't go for two for 21 in a big game. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We don't want to see that story again when it's a pivotal game. It's a pivotal moment in the season where the, the lights are on you. You're, you're just shooting. Shooting ass, you know. So <laughs> we need we need that consistency. But at the moment, it's working, and credit to them. Do you want to talk about a third team? I'll do more. What they're doing well. Mm. Um, I was gonna I, say. I wanted to talk about who's doing being disappointing. We'll do, we'll do wait, well. Wait, we'll do wait, well wait, first. Then uh, who else has been doing well? I would say OKC. 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 I've been doing very well. That team. I've been. I've been saying it for a minute now. Yeah, what have you been saying for a minute? Oh, tell us, Rodney. I'm say, I've been saying because I gave you flowers earlier because I remembered, but I don't remember you saying. So what did you say? No, I said, okay, so I'll do what I, I like the team that they're building. Okay, I like who they have. Yeah, you know, Chet is more polished, obviously, with you know being in the city and everything, but still, he's polished. He's a problem. He's he's doing very well. I like his game. Everything he's good. SGA is leading that team charge. He's even leading the MVP voting right now, currently. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't think he should be. He is. Who should? Yes, he should. Yes, he should. Who should? Have you seen SG? Yes, yes, yes. Embiid, Jokic. No, no, no. I know. I wouldn't put you with them. No, no. Embiid, Jokic. It's, it's, also, OKC have a better record than both those teams. Exactly. Well. And uh, SG. Barely. No, but no, they do. Well, we're, we're, OKC's 11 and 5. Denver Nuggets, 11. Okay, cool. Yeah, barely. 11 and 6. <laughs> like, okay, okay. And I'm sure the okay. fun. Uh, 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 let's go to the 76ers. Yeah. They are 11 and 5. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, 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 yes. Barely. Yes. That is great. literally barely. Yes, yes, that is literally barely. Yes, you are right. However, <laughs> yeah, the team is just is really their unit. Like Kaysen Wallace, um, they guys off the bench. What's his name? Isaac. Jones. Isaiah Joe. Isaiah, Isaiah Joe. Jo- that guy's Isaiah a sniper, Joe. bro. Sniper. I don't know why the Sixers let him go, but hey, hey ho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they they're doing well. Um, what's it? Yeah, I say Chet. SGA, J Dub, third all time leader scorer. OKC already doesn't surprise me, bro. He's been, he's been there since his second year in the league. He got drafted twenty eighteen. Whoa, actually, wait. So who's one's Russ Westbrook? Two's KD, right? I'm just finding my number. I can't. It's good. Westbrook yeah, was there longer. Yeah, it's them two. Yeah, Westbrook one, KD two, yeah. Shea three. Yeah, who's four? Harden. 
No, it was no. Surge, innit? Surge, Surge. No surge. way. I'm sure it was Surge. Didn't he just pass Surge? So I'm sure I'm, I'm surge. looking to fall. I'm sure it was Surge. I'm looking to fall, let you know. But like I say, as a team, J Dub, right. yeah, like they're all doing, they're all playing very well, and it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's complimentary, and it's up, it's up. Like last season, they were missing that kind of shot blocking, you know, um, presence in the paint, and they're just missing another scorer. Like yeah, Chet was there now, and I feel like what it is is that yes, SJ is there, but you got Chet as a nice number <clears> scorer there. You got J Dub that's now stepping up there too, and then you have Case and Wallace's as well as Edge. Like all these guys, they're just literally chipping in, and it's a very good unit right now. So yep. they're gonna be an issue. So hey, if they keep this up, serious. I mean, Quick, quickly, yeah. If SJ continues like how he's continuing, mm-hmm. yeah, still have these numbers, mm-hmm. everything efficient, great. Um, showing obviously that he's 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 a scorer. He can play defense, good two way, and they finish let's say top three. Should he win MVP? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see why not. Because right now, I reckon MVP. I haven't even looked at it, but like knowing the way they moved. Shea's probably up there, Embiid's probably up there, Jokic is probably still up there, Giannis probably not so much, Luca's probably up yeah, there Luka's as well. Um, Tatum's sitting on the outside. Yeah. I, yeah. I I don't see why not to be honest, and I'd love to see a change, to be honest. Yeah. I'd love to see a change. I was really advocating for Embiid to win the MVP last year, and now I'm watching him, I just get so pissed off watching him play, man. <laughs> not not because he's not good, just because like he's he's flailing around too much. He's a free throw merchant as well, which isn't like necessarily his fault, but like it is, man. Gotta be fucking low. <laughs> yeah, and obviously I just wanted to chime in on obviously people when we talk about NBA and we talk about how teams have built within the draft, both OKC and, and Orlando. Orlando have seriously like the last twenty twenty, twenty one seasons the the bottom two teams in the league. Really? Mm-hmm. Twenty one, twenty two, they were um OKC were fourteenth, Orlando Magic again were fifteenth, so mm-hmm. bottom again. Um, and now they're sitting both two seats in each respective conferences. So this is whereby the retooling, if you build well, and we talk about teams having to let players go and restarting yeah, yeah. again, it yeah. can be done. I, I do have to say, though, Utah did this last year. Utah came out and they won a hella, ga- yeah, a hella yeah. games to start the season. Yeah, but the thing is... And they, they, they were... At one point, were they not the one seed in the West? Yeah, no, they were. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come on. It made no sense. At, if we look at Utah, who they had, what was happening, it was like... It, it was a facade. Larry no, no. was moving, man. I, I don't expect... I still, yeah, even to say, I don't expect either of these two teams to finish in the top, like, three of their conference. Either just, of them. The even thing, if they make the playoffs, I don't think they're going to be up The only thing i say is that, like, okay, they just kind of, like, destroyed their team whatever they had together it was like a facade whereas with OKC they've been rebuilding and built from the ground up and they've been taking leaps each year now that there's more stability in the core it's like it's, it's not like just a thing where it was the same team as last year or they've gotten worse and they're doing this they've actually built a good core with their team to mm. actually cause issues mm. so that's that's all what I'm saying now I think shit coming in has aided. So what you saw last year, they just missed out on the playing. They were a very good team. They were a bit unfortunate towards the back end that they were getting a bit of form. Yeah. Missed out. Shet coming in has really, he's a top player. As much as he's a rookie, he's a player that is very, very good in this position. He's coming, he's elevated the team to a place whereby it's hard to play against them. You're not going to get but easy games. You're probably not going to win easy. And you know, going there, or you playing them, it's a tough game. Yeah. So that's, and the magic, similar but different. You didn't really see this form last year, but you're seeing 
more consistency. You saw it from Bankero last year. We all knew what he was coming into the season, but we didn't know the rest of the team. They've come in strong. And then the Timberwolves, we've seen it in spurts, but more consistent level. So we've seen this before. So we're going to talk about the disappointments now. Yeah. So first disappointment, I'm going to say, the New Orleans Pelicans. Really? Yes. Why? Disappointed. They're, just, they're terrible, man. No, they're not. Yes, they are. How are you? That's the first team you're going to mention, the Pelicans. J- they've J- never been that bad. They're, they're currently 9-8. and eight. They're currently 9-8. Yeah, nine nine just, they just look... They're currently ninth in the in the conference. And obviously, I understand CJ McCollum with the collapsed lungs taking effects, but I don't know. They just... I don't know what it is, man. They just—they're tough, though. Like I—I I watched the game where they played against us um, last week, and it was—it was a tough game. Like I'll be honest, we were—we were playing a bit cheeks, but like there were times in the game where the Pelicans just kept scoring and scoring, and it wasn't like they're doing anything fancy. They literally get the ball to Zion, and Zion was creating, whether he was getting fouled or or just scoring in the in the paint. He—he he is still near enough unstoppable, you know. That he is near, still near enough unstoppable because he's still got a very quick first step. He's still very powerful and still pretty, pretty damn athletic as well. I just, I, 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 I think it's a bit harsh to say they're disappointing because of the reason you just listed. So their their third option is has not been about Brandon Ingram and has Brandon Ingram has been very, very good offensively. Mm. Like I, like I've, I've. I felt at times maybe they should go with him at the one. I don't really. No, that's gonna ruin it, man. He has he has ball handling ability. He pulls yeah. like he can. He can, no, but he can, he can he can play make for that team. What's the average? Five point one assists. Bro, like he he's 20, 20, 24, 5 and five yeah, is a nice is a nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's leading them in assists. I get he's get five assists, but let's not overdo it. But but we know that's what the they're one. missing. I, I outside want of him to focus on scoring as well. Not if Lonzo didn't get hurt. That would be their biggest mistake of letting him go, yeah, because they've never really been able to replace that since. Yeah. I think that's that's really where they they were probably struggling a little bit. Zion, I guess, could be averaging some more points, but at the same time, bro, like, I I I'm I'm certain he's only gonna play fifty games max this season. I'm certain he's only gonna play fifty games max this season because he he just looks so wham. Mm. I think no, nah. he's, he's not. You don't think he's? Well, you think he's cut down? No, I'm saying. Obviously, from last season to now, from from the off season where the pictures and videos of him of him walking around, yeah, he's he's not he's in game he's in game shape now, but he's still he's still. So he's, yeah, he still needs to. What you're saying, just okay, fair enough, fair enough. I just I just think there's a clear formula in it. Like Those Duke days. I don't think they're that bad though. There's, no, but there's a clear formula of NBA players who are either really ridiculously tall or ridiculously heavy just never stay healthy. Mm. So, uh, I know what it is. I I agree that I think you're you're being a little bit harsh on them. I do think you're being a little there's, bit harsh, There's man. definitely teams that deserve to get... Hit, hit me with one, Jules. The LA Clippers? 100%. I think the Clippers... But the thing is, is the, the thing is, yes, you guys are a disappointment. But there's Obviously, a reason. yes, you made the trade and... <laughs> there's a reason. Everything. But still, is that... Okay, it is a big adjustment, I guess you could say. But it's still like, okay, it's still a bit mad because it's... Yeah, you know... No, there's the, the biggest one for me in the West, anyway... By absolutely a long stretch, it's not even close. Is Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, no, no, man, no. no. So we said. No, I remember no, no, us no, being no. on here saying, "I said I do not think they're making the playoffs." No, no, and you man agreed. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't think yeah. it'd be this bad. No, of three course they are. Three and thirteen is shocking. Jaren Jackson's genius 
True Colors are showing those inflated stats are coming to life yeah. now. Because I didn't think it'll be this bad. No, no like, man, there's no three and thirteen. Where's, where's and the points like, coming from? Who's scoring? No, they're terrible. Bro. No I didn't think it'll be three and thirteen. Like at least be like six or seven. Like, not no, that no, bad. On, man. No. Jar is gone out. John Jackson. We've known that there's three wins. Questions. There's been questions. That's when Bain's being left as left being given the responsibility now of being one of the 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 lead scorer in that team. And it's just Marcus not. Smart, we, yeah, we know what that is. Even De- even Derek Rose is putting up decent numbers in that team, but I'm just telling you, they're, they're not built Definitely, for it. Yeah. They have, bear in mind, they still don't have Stephen Adams back as well. Exactly, like, like they're, got, they're missing a lot. That's been 23. Okay. But bear in mind, he's, he has to be the lead scorer in that team. Yeah, if, if he's averaging that. That was alongside Jaws, I don't know. He was doing 20, that last year. 24, 25. Yeah. It's different. It's a different thing. I just, it's just the 3 and 13 is shocking. I think if we're being honest, the Clippers are probably the most disappointing team in the West. In the West, I'd say in the East, I think Cleveland have taken a massive step. I was back. this about to say that's the team I've been disappointed. <laughs> in the East, but the thing, the thing about the thing about Cleveland, bear in mind they Jarrett Allen has only has only just come back. Um, they were missing him, and they had Evan when Tion was here. Tion was Hi. saying Evan Mobley, <laughs> Evan Mobley was having to play minutes at centre, and he was getting absolutely abused. He was getting. When they, in their rematch against the Knicks, where everyone's like, "Yeah, you guys have to come out and be aggressive," and like, yeah. the, bro, them boys, they boys against the Knicks, they lost. They lost, and after being gentlemen swept with home court advantage in the in the playoffs, like you, you can't allow them to come back and run the same game on you. And they did, they did. It was bad. It was bad. Another team, or well, there's two, but we know reason. Oh, it was a back to back one. They won one, and then okay. Obviously, we've spoken about Chicago and the situation there. Fuck them, man. This needs to end. Fuck them. Trade Levine. Trade trade DeRozan. Like Sina. all your assets, just let them go. Recruit tr- draft picks and let's let's keep it pushing. That's just the best let's way. Let's keep it pushing. There's nothing else to, to, to really do there. Like Charlotte. I mean, Miles Bridges coming back. Him and I was I was very very harsh on Lamelo Ball. I have to admit, he that has been. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I was I was really harsh on him last time we recorded when we were talking about Lamelo Ball, and I have to I have to acknowledge that because some of the games that that um, he's been playing in, like he's been balling absolutely crazy. But it's tough because the team are so ass. Mm. There's mi- there's minimal talent on that team right now. Um, he's definitely having to, you know, do a lot more to to. To just have them coasting by, not even coasting by, just having them equal out what the other team are doing. Like he's having to do the most. I think I don't know if he got hurt, but he only played like fifteen minutes in their last game. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, um, and like you look, looking at the last, I give or take, he's thirty four points, thirty six points, thirty four mm-hmm. points, thirty seven points, twenty eight points, thirty two points, twenty five, thirty four, thirty. The assist you've seen thirteens, eights, nines, elevens. If he didn't start the season badly, he'd be probably one of the. Uh, league leaders in points right now. Yeah, and it's, it's the team. But I think um, Bridges coming back was good. They I need think to he had, he got thirty three points the other day. Let me try and find the which game. is nuts, man. Like, which is nuts. He's like, not played for like God knows. He just walked in and yeah. just had a like a, a, a casual thing like that. Like <sighs> you know what he said in his rap, man. I feel like James <laughs> when I step back. <laughs> um, it's annoying that he can spit. I know. Yeah, I know. Do you know what? What's a really big issue for me with the Hornets, which is really pissing me off, and he's just rotting away there, yeah? Not in terms of he needs to be used. He just, I don't know what needs to be done, but Gordon Hayward just... I even he's just, what he's there, bro. He any, just any doesn't what, send, Go back to Utah, or, like, I don't know, man, just go somewhere Send him somewhere else. Republican, man. 
Yeah, man. Like, I just, oh, I don't know for this guy, man. I don't even know where, like, you put him out. It's just, he's just there. I'm looking at uh, Brandon Miller because I, because, like, as much as, I mean, I don't know, I don't think he, he'll like it or anything, but he has to be good very, very soon. And he's he's not having a bad rookie season. Fourteen points, forty seven percent from the field. That's decent. Thirty five point six from three. That's good for a rookie, especially. That's very good. Uh, four rebounds a game. I think, I think this year they have to hit in the hit in the lottery. And I don't they don't necessarily need number one. If they get one more top three pick, I think they can start competing like properly out there because Melo will start his his like his the first year of his uh, rookie max contract next season. You have Brandon Miller on another another year, and hopefully he takes a big a bigger stride towards eighteen to twenty a game. Um, Mark Williams has impressed me a little yeah, bit. I was say. Mark Williams has impressed me a little bit. I'm quite impressed watching um, watching him play. But then outside of that, like them, the fact that they've kept Terry Rozier for this long has surprised Bro, me. That, why surprised me, man? And I get like it's helpful to have a vet, and Terry's Terry's still a very good scoring guard. It's just I don't think that's he's the player that that team needs. Another guy, another guy who I think is mad overrated, PJ Washington, very overrated player. Oh, so um, yeah, I just, I, I think the Hornets are kind of trapped right now. You know, trapped in dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. I, I also think what you're saying is true. I don't think they're supremely far off from being a team that could just not have such a bad losing record each and every season. It could be an eight seed, man. Yeah, like I think they're probably another player, Ray. But I also. They just probably need to look in their organization. A, they, they've got a couple of players there. Um, I literally have saying a couple, a couple. It literally, four Bridges, and Miller. <laughs> I mean, that's really it. Mm. And I feel like maybe one more player outside of that. They've also got a few draft picks. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think their team that like, they need to kind of get it right soon because I don't think Lamella Ball will be sticking around three, four years time. If they're still in this position, I think he's gonna be one of the first guys of like that generation of NBA players to ask out, because Charlotte have been asked before he got there. The they're asked while he's there as well, and he's not even bad. So, and he, I think he got his first All Star last year, right? Yeah. So yeah, and That's, he's he's on track right now to get another. Yeah, and I, I think three year window. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, hundred percent. He'll he'll get to the second the second to last year of that contract and start looking saying, "Am I about to?" This extension business, or are we gonna mutually part ways and send me somewhere where I can win a win a championship? Yeah, man. Yes, yeah. that's that's it there. But that was the end of the pod, guys. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us talk the realness, the truth, you know, the raw. Pause. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, taking a page from this guy's book. Wow. <laughs> Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share. Turn on post notifications. Follow us on all socials at Take It to the Pod on Twitter or X, as Ooh. as it is now. Uh-huh. At Take It to the Rim Podcast on Instagram, on YouTube, and on TikTok. Uh-huh. Make sure you listen. If you have any questions to send in or anything that you know you want us to shed light on in the Basel world, just DM us as well on all those platforms. And yeah, keep rocking with us. Keep rolling, and we'll keep being here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh well finally our guy from high has, has has come back to finally sign us out so if you would do the honors please sir julian of the la clippers psych <laughs> lakers <laughs> <laughs> wow clippers from Ghana to london over and out baby yep. <laughs>